Welcome, 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 everybody. Good to see you again, or to see your ears anyway. Welcome to episode 14, entitled The Beat Goes On, here on Gary Talks 2, that world-famous podcast uh, that only the most creative and discerning listeners uh, tune into, not to mention, you know, and possibly attractive and healthy people. Hey, we're ranked 226 in India. Come on, that's great. It's a big country. So uh, today I'm going to wander a tad off the main path, but not so far as to get lost, so never fear. I, uh, I really want to talk about our very efficient and effective House of Representatives. And in doing so, I will also talk about how dysfunctional, I guess is a good word, it was back in the days of uh, James Woodman, the hero of my historical fiction series, Journey, the Story of an American Family. That's available at Amazon and Barnes & Noble at bn.com. So, without further ado, let's hop aboard this bus and uh, take another wild ride, shall we? Okay, we're back. I got to do something about that bus. It's got the worst shock absorbers ever. So, folks, uh, what happened in our House of Representatives last week was truly, dare I say it, unprecedented. A muchly overused word these days. Very muchly. Old Kev was a moron to think he wouldn't be thrown out and thrown out very unceremoniously and soon. To tell you the truth, I was surprised he lasted as long as he did. <laughs> I mean, what kind of a moron signs away the rules about removal? Oh, right. Never mind. I just remembered. In uh, Journey, part of the story develops during the years leading up to the American Civil War, including how matters decided in Washington, D.C., affected the rest of America, slave and free. The Missouri Compromise is an example of that. And if you thought uh, kicking the can down the road is a recent phenomenon, you would be wrong. It's That practice is as old as the nation itself. And this particular act, this terrible act, is a prime example of tone deafness and politics. As that war drew nearer, violence between Americans became commonplace and acceptable. Sound like today just a bit? No, just wait. The vitriol in politics, always there but now at very toxic levels, was widely quoted and disseminated by papers and telegraphed to the far reaches of the country. Lines were drawn, loudly and with defiance. In that discussion, at least, uh, there were not two sides. There's only one side when it comes to slavery, and that's the anti-side. You cannot argue with a pro-slavery person any more than you can uh, reason with a MAGA Nazi. You just can't. 
Here again in this country, a populist has risen using religious imagery to hypnotize large swathes of the population. 17% of us say it is, quote, acceptable to use violence for political reasons. 17%. Well, Gary, you say that's not much, you know, 17%. But in a country as large as ours, that's uh, 15 million people with guns drawn. But that very same thing was happening in what was called the West back then, you know, Kansas, Missouri, way out west with pro-slavery and anti-slavery forces running wild and slaughtering innocent men, women, and children, even whole towns sometimes. We aren't there yet. Just wait. Back then, Congress had a number of traitors, people who uh, did not support the Constitution even though they took an oath, and that also sounds a lot like uh, our present makeup, doesn't it? So they were serving in both the House and the Senate. John Calhoun, a very uh, vitriolic, uh, hardcore, hard-ass person, was a former vice president who resigned and went to the Senate, representing, of course, South Carolina, where he fought for nullification in the South so that the South would not have to obey any law it didn't particularly care for that came from Washington, as well as any other method that could be used to spread slavery, like, for instance, the annexation of Texas. He was a very big proponent of that. The, quote, debate over slavery became so impassioned that in the 1856, May, I believe it was, South Carolina Representative Preston Brooks attacked and nearly killed Massachusetts Senator Charles Sumner in the Senate chamber itself. Today, we have uh, MAGA Nazis threatening to throw punches at each other. And I got to say that the scene between Bobo and Green sounded uh, to me something like, Mom, she copied me. <laughs> okay, uh, I'm back. And now I, I will wander just a little bit more off of that path and opine a little bit, if you don't mind. The, uh, the removal of the Speaker of our House of Representatives really is a big deal. On so many levels, it's hard to know where to start, really. And this is true regardless of where you uh, stand in the political spectrum. Uh, it, it's, it's, it's a very big deal. It's the first time. The House is leaderless and essentially powerless as the border worsens. Of course, they've never done anything about that before, but who knows. As the war in Ukraine grinds on, they say they support it, but we'll see. They damn well better. Or as violence strikes again in the Middle East, goddammit, with the murders of scores, if not 
hundreds of innocent men, women, and children on both sides of the fence. Notice I didn't say that there are good people on both sides. I think there's plenty of assholes on both sides. I think it's safe to say that Israel will overreact. I mean, we did after 9-11, you got to admit. I agree that they need, uh, all people need to be secure in their borders and that what has happened is a genuine tragedy of the highest order. But more of the same old crap, the same old policies that got us to this place just ain't going to work anymore, people. And that is the truth of it. What should be done? I hear you ask from the back of the room. Hell, I don't know. I'm a retired pilot and blues player, remember? I mean, I certainly have some thoughts on the subject, having lived and worked in the Middle East for a bit. I do know that people are sick of war. That is something I can say with a lot of confidence, but unfortunately, it's not everyone. There are those, just like in my book, Journey, our hero says, there are those who will always seek to oppress, to control, and to own others. Does sound a little bit like slavery, doesn't it? And there will always be those who will resist any way they can. I'm not defending anyone or condoning anything that has happened, not in any sense of the word. Murder is murder. That's that's what it is. Murder. I just hope that people will finally wake up over there and smell the espresso and uh, remember to love their children. Hey, everybody, I'm back, and I just looked at the big clock on my wall, and the big hand is on the P, and the little hand's on the R, so that means, that's right, you've been waiting for it, you've been dying for it, it's time for the political rant. Okay, hold it down back there. Hold it down. Got a lot to do here today on this particular rant. Uh, I'm going to start off this particular rant today with an upbeat story, an upbeat thought that will almost certainly have a happy ending in the end. And that is this. Dirty little Donnie is getting his ass kicked up, down, and sideways. Nothing fills this old heart of mine with joy more than when I see a headline announcing that he is losing all of his businesses in New York City. Oh, it's just so, so satisfying. Okay, everybody in a good mood now? Great. Let's get on with the uh, main topic for today's Shout in the Darkness. It's one I've uh, been talking about already, and I'm going to keep doing it. I also do it on a uh, a video on YouTube called Gary Talks Truth, if you want to check that out. But uh, I have been talking about what I see 
as one of the greatest dangers facing our kids in America today. And it's called PragerU for Kids. If you are not familiar, whether you have children or not, you need to learn about this propaganda machine and what they are up to. If you have followed me for a while or followed the media reports, like Media Matters and people like that, if you follow those media reports about this group of, quote, credentialed teachers, which is a very favorite expression that they use a lot in their uh, stuff, who are feeding total crap to the children of this country on a daily basis. It's free. So I could read their, quote, uh, literature and hear their point of view. I mean, you've got to, got to at least hear people out. Now I know what, uh, what uh, media reporters mean when they talk about having to watch uh, Fox News for hours and how it causes genuine pain. The never-ending crap, the never-ending attacks, personal attacks, the never-ending dodging and obfuscation. It just does not stop. Ever. So in my inbox this morning was another little five-minute video by, uh, by none other than that champion of public education especially for the poor and disadvantaged, her own self, you guessed it, Betsy DeVos. No, really, I'm not making that up, sadly. Anywho, her rant was about Title IX, you remember Title IX, and how it is, quote, a good law being used by progressive to help transgender athletes, end quote. She was very confrontational from the get-go. As I have found, most MAGA Nazis prefer this method of communication for some reason. For example, she opens with saying she, quote, doesn't know what progressives have against high school and college girls and women, or what they have against high school and college men either, end quote. What a dick. So she goes on and on with half-truths and personal belief and prejudices stated as fact, all with a smile on her face. It's kind of chilling, actually. It's like watching a snake eat a mouse. There are six more of these five-minute brain rinses on offer along the margin with titles like uh, The End of Women's Sports. Gender identity, why all the confusion? Sex is binary. The truth about gender-affirming care. Sexualization of children. And my very, very favorite, why girls become boys. I actually watched that whole entire thing. I know it's only five minutes, but it was quite a workout. And now my eyes hurt. In my ears. According to uh, this little number, before 2012, it was unheard of for an adolescent girl to want to transition. Never happened. Uh -uh. And it is only happening now due to, and I quote, quote, 
peer pressure and social media, end quote. It's happening now because, and again I quote, quote, teaching these girls that if you take testosterone, all your problems go away, end quote. It's hard to believe, but uh, you can hear it for yourself. These girls are simply suffering from a mental disorder, she says, called gender dysphoria, and need to be treated for that, and refer to these feelings in these young girls as a fantasy. And the progressive teachers and doctors are making a catastrophic mistake, quote, by allowing these treatments. She also railed against 16-year-old girls routinely having double mastectomies. I have a little trouble believing that one, considering the source. And against the teaching of gender identity at any level in schools. And since I am a glutton for punishment, apparently, I watched another one of their videos called Busting Lies About PragerU. This one uh, is a whopping 33 minutes of agonizing bending and twisting, along with the usual Maganazi smears and sneers about, quote, the left and, quote, progressives. Everything is their fault. They start out, after a few insults, of course, by saying that PragerU teaches, quote, cultural literacy as opposed to lies, end quote, without ever ever naming one media lie. When they do dig into the uh, Media Matters report I was mentioning before, I spoke about it in the last episode too, they never once refuted anything that Media Matters said. They just laughed off any criticism by saying dumb crap like, quote, sure we do, or that's not what we do here. Like that's a response to the specifics in that report. The host also asserted that those evil progressives, you know, evil progressives, you got to watch out. They teach, quote, that America was founded for slavery, end quote, as if that was why Europeans came here in the first place. I'm telling you, it was weird, and it was 33 minutes. <sighs> I need a drink. These people are dangerous. What they're doing is dangerous. They are already part of the curriculum in Florida and Oklahoma and may be soon heading to a school district near you. I urge you to sign up for that uh, free Prager newsletter. I think it's free. and it, it will alarm you, though. I promise. Promise. Well, okay, kiddies, that's all of my uh, opinion sharing for today. Hope you uh, enjoyed it. Hope you heard something to make you think. Hope I didn't say anything to offend. Hey, and if you want to have your voice heard here and not just mine, you can do that by sending me an email at the podcast, all one world, the podcast, at gvbrights.com. 
or go to the website at www.gvbrights.com and use the contact page you'll find there. You can also see about the books I've written and how royalties go to help kids stay in school in Malawi. I mentioned the uh, Journey series. There's two volumes of that. I'm working on a third. Envisioning four. Uh, I also have a collection of short stories uh, that I wrote when I lived in Budapest called, Oddly Enough, Driving in Budapest, that has nothing to do with driving in Budapest. Uh, that was named by the old Kirkus Reviews, the old grumpy, hard-to-please Kirkus Reviews as, quote, one of the best books of the year, end quote, when it was published. I think you'd find something there like Book Club sure seemed to like it. And then uh, last release is an aviation drug smuggling crime thing set in the 1970s. And as it says on the cover, it's a novel based on several true stories. So you'll find a lot of sex, drugs, and rock and roll, and a whole plane load of aviation. So if that's your kind of thing, come check it out. Lots of uh, airplane pictures on the website, too. So there's something for everyone. Come on, check it out. www.gvbrights.com. Anyway, thanks again for tuning in and uh, sharing some of that most precious commodity, your time, with me. Now I'll just say uh, adios, amigos.